Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Trophy Husbands podcast. Make sure you look us up on Instagram at Trophy Husbands Pod and be sure to send in your recommendations and your requests for our Trophiest Husband competition. Enjoy the episode. season finale I've, I've watched a few <laughs> yeah i've never been involved in one and i just gotta say it's got this one has put two words on my mind purity balls <laughs> <laughs> i was researching for today's episode we haven't even told them what it is yet and the greatest thing i found out about is the, the existence of the phrase purity balls <laughs> can you explain that what, what that means <laughs> i'd actually rather you guessed and then i'll yeah, tell you i don't want to guess on a on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i can edit out whatever's no 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 <laughs> just, just guess just guess what do you I, think purity balls means i don't re, like in relation to today's topic not necessarily. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I can imagine that it just... No, no. Wait, what's your source? Is it Urban Dictionary? Uh, no, it's... Okay. It was some other website, and then I looked it up on Wikipedia. Huh. And it has an entry. It has an entry. It has a Wikipedia page that you can't look at. Wow. We just gotta I just got to say something. We can't drag this out for too yeah, long. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I imagine it just means like... I don't want to say it. Just but say it. It just means like... I don't know, having... Purity in mind with your... I, I think don't know. Having purity in your balls. That's what I think it means. I think it means being a virgin. Being a virgin. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> uh, what does well, it mean? You're not far off. Uh, <laughs> but it's actually, it's a little more focused on the ladies. Surprise, surprise. Um, a purity ball is a thing they do in the States, in some specific communities. Uh, it's, a, uh. it's a father-daughter dance. Uh, where, <laughs> to my understanding, the daughter basically pledges virginity like i don't know if to her father is the right way to word that but wow yeah it's a dance where she is pledging virginity and she's there with her dad who i think then pledges to pro- to protect her virginity mm. um yeah virginity ball or Purity ball. Virginity ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. well yeah, yeah, like the like the like the activity, like a, a dance. Yeah, yeah purity a dance. Yeah. yeah, okay. Purity dance. I <laughs> that was like that was strategically misleading because I was like, I, I was like, are we? We're talking about this. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah. I guess maybe we should clue them in on what we're so. talking about. <laughs> What's our segue? So, so today's episode, we thought you, we'd treat you guys 
to a great conversation about uh it, it, like just about like christian dating right that's what we said like christian day catholic yeah yeah catholic, catholic specifically i think yeah little, I yeah think, but i think we're all i think everyone is bad at it but i think <laughs> yeah. other people don't have seminars about it and are still bad at it afterwards yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say a disclaimer that i know one of you will immediately contradict but i'm just gonna say it that the opinions we express are our own and not necessarily fact no. now joe no. tell us why you disagree <laughs> no that's wrong <laughs> yeah i'm expressing james's opinions yeah <laughs> not yeah, only that mine at all but between <laughs> the three but between our three experiences we cover virtually every single <laughs> part of catholic dating so you can't go wrong by listening to us and if yeah. we do go wrong these are james's opinions <laughs> um so part of <laughs> the other best part of the research i was doing is i found an article that reminded me of an instagram account i follow called yeah, catholic oh, dating nightmares which some oh, i love that instagram account familiar with uh, and then I just decided that I was going to interrupt our conversations like every five minutes to read you um, a quote from their, from their, from their account. Uh, and it's been five minutes. So here, here's the first one. Um, this is a DM that someone got. I believe it is not as important to know what worldly pleasures we have in common as to know how we can bond spiritually by the Holy Spirit. Would you care to chat? <laughs> yeah that's that's like that's the opening line dang yeah Oof. that's, that's actually what i sent to maria when uh i was first you know what that was you need to give yourself a bit more credit because yours is definitely <laughs> better than that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love when the uh, fact that we all have souls and our children of god can just supersede any personality like <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, compatibility <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. I love dating as a Catholic. It's a great life hack. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was only like in, go for it, James. I was I've only ever dated one person, so I think I know something and I can yeah. tell you about that. <laughs> That's Sam, it. have you also only dated one person? Yeah. Wow, we got a wealth of experience here, don't we? No, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think I think we can we can we can also speak on just like the stereotypes and just like the the so, things that like that that maybe just like should that are like okay that's nice or maybe maybe we can also speak on the things that are just like eh, that's like a little weird that's a little cringy. What is the stereotype of Catholic dating, Sam? I like that like you're dating your wife and that's that's like that's the end of it like everyone is out here trying to find their their wife which i mean like yeah if you're if you're if you're supposed to get married then if you're out here trying to get married and you're like yeah you're you're looking you're looking for yeah like you're looking for a lifetime partner like that makes sense but you can't just like start it off by being like you're going to be my wife i i feel like the stereotype here is because and i'm going to say this this is my opinion i 
don't think that casual dating makes sense like just dating somebody with no end in mind i i think that the purpose of dating is to find somebody to marry however i think the stereotype that goes along with that is that people jump into a dating relationship and though that is like a far off possibility it just is like front and center immediately right away with no thought to like getting to know the person Mm -hmm. and i think that would be that would be the stereotype to which yeah, these people like have no idea how to set goals. I, like, I think, yeah, I think if that's you're true. trying to marry someone, you want to date someone to marry someone. Like, good for you. Okay, congrats. Um, but <laughs> you don't come into a war like, all right, guys, here's the game plan. We're gonna win this war, and that's <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta yeah, have little objectives. Like step so, one, yeah. get to know to, them. I should uh, change that. Then I mean, I mean, like. Dating somebody is for the purpose of discovering whether or not you would want to marry them. Not mm-hmm. like you start dating somebody because you know that you're going to marry them. Yes. You're dating them because maybe you will, maybe you won't, and you're trying to figure that out. But the stereotype is like, I know I'm going to marry them. This is a formality. Yeah, I thought I was going to have <laughs> yeah. to. I thought I was going to have to challenge your opinions right off the bat. But you explained yourself, I think, in a way that more accurately represented your opinion than like your first statement. Now, Sam. Um, I believe you famously texted Kate very early on. Um, I could see myself marrying yeah. someone like you. Um, yeah. What do you want me to explain, Kate? Like I know, yeah. Like what what I meant with that message wasn't like Kate. I'm going to marry you. Although I I can understand how that it came across that way. Mm. But it was it mm-hmm. was more like. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was fourteen when when I met her, and Kate was like the first woman that I'd met that was like actively living out her faith or like looking to know to like know God in a deeper way, and so that's that's what that's one of the things that I was like, wow, that's like really great about you, and then. I was 16 when I sent this message. So I had this on my mind of like, yeah, Kate is someone who like loves her faith and wants to know God. And that is something that is an attribute that I'm looking in a woman that I'll marry. But it's just like that is the that is the cheesy thing to say. I'm just like. You you are the kind of woman that I want to marry, or I can see myself marrying, and it's just like I fell into the trap. I, I yeah, a couple a couple thoughts. Uh, firstly, I due to your gaming habits, I genuinely thought that sentence was going to end. Kate was the first woman I ever met. Um, <laughs> and secondly, I honestly feel like some of your texts could have ended up on this Instagram account if it was if it existed. <laughs> oh. Of course. You're my kryptonite. Speaking of, I'll give you another one. So they posted on their story, they asked, what's the worst thing someone did or said while you were on a date? Uh, This is on a third date. Since this seems to be going well, I plan on proposing in the next six months. Oh, that is something. Wow. That is something that I think is just so formulated. (laughs) Up front with your intentions. But like, no, not not even being that upfront, but like in Catholic dating, dating for six months and then getting engaged and then like, like it's just like something about six months 
it's just like oh we gotta we gotta hit the next step we gotta we gotta move forward and then after the six months it's like well why are we why are we holding off our engagement our engagement let's just get married after six more months and it's just like I'm, this isn't a roast to anyone like james i don't know how long you were engaged we, we yeah we were we were engaged for eight months or dated eight months. For, okay we dated so for eight months they dated for eight months okay that's respectable yeah. It's not the, it's if not you dated less months. than eight months, we don't respect you. No, <laughs> no. Stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> but it's just like it's something that's so cheesy, and I think there's like such a rush to just like date, and then like at six months, you're like, "Well, this seems to be going pretty well. I'm going to just propose." <laughs> and like, I mean, like you dated for eight months, Joe, and myself. Like we've been you how long how long did you guys date before you proposed um it's complicated officially we dated for a yeah. little over a year oh right we would have been dating for about two years had we had our yeah our way um, yeah I, I feel like it, that it was a similar situation with maria and i like we weren't dating before but we were like getting to know each other on a pretty deep level so and a lot of like yeah yeah, a lot of the early relationship stuff had been done right. already. Mm. And so, like, yeah, you guys have, like, gotten to know each other over, a, like, two, a couple of years yeah. in, in, a, in a pretty, like, significant way. And same thing with Kate and myself. Like, but, like, we've, we've known each other since we were 14. So, like, imagine if I just did that. Like, imagine if... My text went well. Like, imagine that on its own. And you got married if, at 15. <laughs> and I got married. Yeah. Like, we got married six months later. The church crazy. loves young families. Do you guys think uh, soulmates are real? No. No. I have a really strong opinion about that. Say it. <laughs> I think that um you could marry anybody sorry not anybody your cousin i think that um (laughs) i think that you have kind of a like range with 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 which to work you know what i mean like Mm. maybe like you know they talk about like god's preferential will versus god's like perfect will maybe like there could be an argument made that god has like a person in mind for you to marry Mm -hmm. maybe um However, I think that um, I think that there are also like other people that if you marry, God can work with it. <laughs> and yeah. where and where does God draw those lines? Uh, like, is it along your family tree? Is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if they're co- if they're cousins with you, it'll definitely go really well. It'll go really well. Yeah. Do you think he's got a scale of, of with everyone on it? Of how well it it goes according to plan, or is there like a, is there a cutoff somewhere? I don't understand the question. Well, you're saying <laughs> you think you could marry anyone, and then there's a certain <clears throat> aspect of God's like preferred will and His preferential. Oh, will like is everybody is everybody yeah, on is the list? Everyone on the scale, or is I think, well, I mean, like I so. not. Mm, I don't. Mm. <laughs> like obviously obviously there are people who are just like 
like you are not compatible with like someone you find extremely annoying chances are it's not a good idea for you to go on and get married to them right. spouses never yeah. Well, spouses, I mean, like, spouses like, should never annoy you. Ever. No, that's not what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> like someone that you just fundamentally don't don't agree with on any basis. Hmm. That is just not setting yourself up for some good things. Okay. Okay. But like, there, I don't believe in 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 soulmates because like. Yeah, there is a difference between God's perfect will and God's permissive will, and that He does. He does like grace you and your marriage and your relationship despite what you think like oh if if this person like isn't who your soulmate well, no I'm not explaining this well like like say you're dating like your soulmate and I'm throwing up quotation marks right now like say you're dating your soulmate and then you guys break up and then you're like Oh, my life is ruined. My soulmate is gone. And then you end up <laughs> dating someone else who's super great. And then you get married. Like, like what? I don't know what I'm trying to say with this, but it's just silly. I don't, to... I don't know what you're trying to say either. <laughs> <laughs> your life is like, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> all right. I missed my last five minute mark. Here's a DM somebody got. I'm not the greatest person, but I'll be good to any God-fearing woman. <laughs> Ladies, um, I think I can Jeez. say with significant authority, this man is still single. He's still out there. Um, Line up for this market. man. Yeah, do, no, yeah. do not. Do not. Um, <laughs> do you think, because that's the thing. And I was thinking, like, that just made me think, like, no, don't line up for this man. Like, keep your head up. There's better than that. Do you think Catholics are expected to get married too young? Like, do you think a Catholic is, like, hitting 27 and panicking, even though the rest of the world is still like, oh, 27, young? Yeah, I, I think that if you're panicking that you're getting married too late, like, that, I don't, I don't think that you need to do that but i also no. think i i also think that the societal expectation of when you should get married is too late yes i i do agree there's a very big difference between like the age that catholics get married at and like or christians and just like the rest of the world and like i don't i don't think it necessarily like i don't think you have to secure your your career uh, fully I don't think you have to have all your goals set out before you get married and that's something that yeah. the, that the world kind of is is like they're like you don't get married like you should have your everything figured out but realistically you, like you're never gonna have everything figured out and that was something like if if you want to have everything figured out before you get married you do you but I found it really freeing when my spiritual director said to me like I think that a lot of people feel this pressure to want to wait until they have everything figured out before they get married. Um, and I understand that, but I think that there's something really beautiful about being able to go through some of life's like experiences mm. with another person instead of on your own. And that was just like, I had never thought about things that way. Like, oh, maybe the experience of buying a first car, which was something that I did with my wife, would be cool to do together and it's not something that i need to come into a marriage with. it's like having 
bought yeah. your uh, your first car before you get married doesn't necessarily have to be on the like resume of candidates for you know what i mean like hear that joe we're uh we're screwed <laughs> we bought our car before we were married. You know how many cars these guys have bought together since they've been married? Yeah, like, it's oh, really, really, really unfortunate. So many, so fast. Uh, no, yeah, That's but like, story. I think... you when you wait to buy your first car until marriage. <laughs> I think, yeah, to, to tag on to what you're saying, James, like, there's something really unitive in going through the challenges of life together with your spouse like like there's something that just kind of like can bring you together and lead you deeper into your marriage um and i think maybe that's something that like the world is just missing out on yeah i mean i mean like their understanding of marriage as well is just kind of like very different from from what from what catholics understand it as and so like that also seeps into dating culture like if you don't understand it the same way of like no this is a lifetime commitment it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter now annulments are a thing but like it, it is a lifetime commitment that you can't just back out of when life gets hard uh like you can't just get a divorce and and that's like that's what gets kind of seeped into dating culture where people are like oh well i'm just gonna date a few people at once and not make not like clarify what the state of our relationship is and then and then it just like gets confusing and then it yeah just like can yes. be honest <laughs> i sort of think that's fine like, but like but with the disclaimer of the most important thing is is understanding like assumptions coming in and and um like what is the other person's understanding of what's happening because like Catholics take dating like way too seriously you're right <laughs> I but had okay I had a friend I had a friend um I had a friend say to me the other day I wrote this down um, to try and remember it as best as I could. Is it bad that I just want a date to have fun? Like, to enjoy mm. someone's company without no. having to focus yeah. on am I going to marry them? And because, like, I think we just put so much pressure on this That's a really big question. <laughs> to, and it well, just sets it up. To, <clears throat> and I think, like, you shouldn't be going, like, yeah, like, have the idea in the back of your mind that you're looking for a spouse, like, sure. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be thinking that every time you ask someone out to drinks that you think is cute or made you laugh somewhere in class or whatever, yeah. whatever. Like That's something that's I want to clarify. It's like <laughs> when I said, like, don't be dating three people at once, like in, in my head, and maybe I should have clarified it before, is that like when I say dating, it's like a committed relationship. Mm. Whereas like going out on dates isn't you're not dating someone like mm-hmm. con- concrete concretely compared to like having having like a um oh what's that having a uh exclusive relationship mm. yeah like when you have an exclusive relationship with someone respect it in 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 it for what it is yes i think that 
I mean, okay. Dating somebody in a serious relationship, like, spoiler alert, purity is hard. Spoiler alert, I'm still going through it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, it does kind of put you in this, like, tricky situation where I would be, like, dating for fun, like, in quotes, I would say... Like, I don't know if I would say that it's necessarily wrong, but I would kind of be like, why? Why are you putting yourself through that if there's no point? Because it's really hard <clears throat> to, like, not screw up. Um, however, I, I think that, like, the distinction that you make there, Sam, between, like, being in an exclusive relationship and going on dates is really important to note. Like, you can ask somebody on a date because you're interested in them and maybe that's it like it doesn't go mm. any further than that it's yeah. just like i'm just interested in this person and i would like to get to know them a little bit and then you have the like okay is this somebody that i could see myself marrying in your words sam yeah. <laughs> um, that you might ask into a more like serious exclusive relationship our, our vocabulary is such a problem because like dating can be anything from like mm a hinge hookup to a very committed relationship to you went out on a date once for free dinner to like all sorts of things and courting makes me want to barf as just a phrase and so we're really not left with I, any good choice i understand i do understand why there was a such a push to make courting a thing because you're right, the vocabulary is really important, and the vocabulary of dating is so ambiguous. However, like, I agree, courting as a Disgusting. word just sounds a little antiquated. <laughs> can we get another dating nightmare? You, we can. You could get two, because I'm overdue, and it leads me to another question I was thinking about. All right, so okay. we get two very different people coming at us here. Num person number one writes for ideal match. As long as she's chill, under 30, not fat, good with God, and doesn't bother me when I'm watching soccer. Oh my goodness. And person number two oh my says goodness. that they're looking for a heavenly blessed beauty, pure as oh wind-driven snow, who has a real job oh and is gosh. kind. I'm a Christian filmmaker, so Christian is mandatory. <laughs> um, that brings my... my question of standards because Ooh. one of the one of the mo things that will become abundantly obvious uh the further i go through these nightmares uh is like catholic dudes have their standards like through the roof for guys yeah. that i don't think would match up if you were uh you know to flip the yeah. scales on them do you mean, sorry, do you mean Catholic girls have their standards so high? No, 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 guys do. I Catholic think. guys have high, such like, high standards. Like, a lot of guys have hilariously high standards. For like, a woman? The women, the ladies uh, that they want. And actually, I suppose Catholic Like, that's, yeah. I've seen, I've definitely Catholic seen it go both do. ways, yeah. And so, yeah. do we all just have to, like, relax? Like, yes. What? Yeah. Like, dating ne just needs to be more chill. With the understanding of, like, just have it in the back of your mind of, like, this isn't just, like, a social interaction. Like, I've seen I've seen and heard about couples 
who like were in serious relationships for like months and haven't even given thought to marriage and like well when you get to that point like that's that's where like like there there's something that went wrong in dating in in the catholic context because like like i don't think i don't think you you should get to a six months and not even even have considered marriage like not even not even marriage like soon but just the conversation have you considered um publicly shaming them on a widely listened to podcast <laughs> maybe nudge them in the right direction that's such a good idea no i don't think i don't think like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about like some someone in, in particular but just like well, you can where it, it, you can name names no 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 i'm not gonna <laughs> name names but just like there's a few there's a few like there's a few people who just like yeah, they fall into the habit of just like, I want to get to know this person, and then... I think that as with just about everything that I think, <laughs> um, it falls into the middle. Like, oh. I think having standards is really it is a really good thing. Like, it is a good thing to have standards. It's also a good thing to not let your standards be of an imaginative, non-existent person. Like, have standards but be realistic with them knowing that like you're going to marry a person that's going to drive you crazy. Um, Mm. And that's actually great because you're going to be sanctified by it. Um, (laughs) And, and so yes, have standards. Like you're like, I have no standards at all. I would date a person who murders squirrels for fun and james like, is really yeah, taking advantage that squirrels. maria is, does not listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> so so yes <laughs> have standards don't date the squirrel murderer but also like not like oh i'm looking for the perfect person who's just gonna like never do me wrong in any way and we're always gonna live this perfectly happy life together it's like you have to have a little bit of give here and that like they're not gonna be perfect they also shouldn't be crazy and maybe a little bit better than like the average human being is your standard and that's that's great that's good i gotta say if you if you have a list you need to you need to start checking yourself right now (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong because I don't know what's what do, on your list. What do you mean a list? I know like, people who have a list yeah. of, of yeah. like their standards written out in list form with really way and more. Maybe if you, you need can't, to take if it you can't remember them or like count them on five fingers. You need to think about that. But I do have <clears> okay. Here's our next one. This guy's got some interesting priorities, um, some standards. He says I want someone who prioritizes Jesus. And doesn't mind getting knocked up after eternal amalgamation. Wow. <laughs> what? So, this raises the question for me. Um, do you guys have any <laughs> weird standards? This is my... I've rarely spoken oh, um, about any standards of mine. I've rarely, like, put words to them. But yeah. with, uh, <clears throat> with a men's small group I had about four or five years ago, uh, I, I promised them. Uh, for just for just it was a meme it was an inside joke of ours uh, that I have to flirt with any cute Jehovah's Witnesses I ever meet Uh, (laughs) and one of my one of my only standards I've ever had was 
if, if I'm going to marry someone or date them, they need to be okay with me flirting with any cute Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I made a promise to the boys back in 2017, and I intend to keep it. And if any of them are listening, I'm I'm staying true to that. Kristen is on board. She knows about this. <laughs> I have permission. Um, I don't know if this is like, like, I'm married now, so like, doesn't really matter. But back when I was, you know, on the market, as yeah. they say. <laughs> they don't um, say that. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my... Someone's been off the market, obviously. <laughs> 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 I am, and I'm proud of it. Um, not so much a standard, but maybe a guideline is, I don't know if I ever could have married a girl that listens to country music. And I know that we're going to like lose <laughs> listeners over that, I but like, I just listeners. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we had listeners in the first place to lose. <laughs> I, do, I do like like one, probably two country albums, but that's it. And there, Yeah, I like, like Holy by Florida Georgia Line and that's it. <laughs> Wow, that might be some of the worst country to like. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. That's gotta be some of the most like hateable country. Yeah, is the maybe bro, it's nostalgia. The bro country. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think like I don't have unreal like crazy or weird like dating expectations. But I think I just like have weird daily expectations of people of just like same like like just like cleanliness like i have a very particular way that i and like kate's kate when she was on the podcast she was like talking about how like when when i expect things when i like i don't know the cutting board thing like she dramatized it a bit but i was just like like if, if something has to be cleaned then it should be cleaned it shouldn't just like be left on the counter for like two days and I'm not saying that's what happened, but so, that was so you're like a woman who cleans. Uh, I think I think you that is a, man. I think that's an upright <laughs> quality in every human being to just clean. Okay, so we're coming up on the the 35 minute mark, and um, we talked about a lot of things. I feel like we could start to land the plane. <laughs> what would be like the trophy husbands approved? totally non-scientific approach to dating and if you don't follow this we well, still you love know, you james james <laughs> you, you mentioned something and like, you mentioned something like i don't know maybe 10 15 minutes ago uh, just about like how dating yeah you feel so listened to it's it's uh <laughs> it it presents its own challenges with like uh with just like sexual attraction to each other and maybe that's why people get engaged six months into dating. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, he's the, the, saying the, things. The gears are turning, and it's just that like, is yeah. so spicy. Sam. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> claims. But like, I think like it makes sense, like because like Catholics, you know, can only okay. If you're in with the, the okay, of marriage, I'm gonna say a thing. And if you disagree with me and think that I'm spreading heresy, then you feel free to call me out and I will publicly apologize. But I think that if you're with the person that you are like confident you're, you're yeah. called to marry and 
getting engaged is what's going to prevent you from falling into sin. Oh, yeah. Get engaged. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You might be right. I don't know. I did have... It's funny that we've brought this up, though, I because I had forgotten about this. I was <laughs> at a party with... And James was there. And I had someone tell me... I think they were surprised at how young I was to be engaged. And they went, oh, right, you're Catholic. You have to get engaged first. And I was like, first? Oh, yeah. First, before what? Before what? (laughs) Tell me. Say it to my face. What are you saying? (laughs) Yeah. I was so, I was like, yeah, no, I I couldn't want, I couldn't love this person and want to spend the rest of my life with them. And they're my best friend. Obviously, I'm just trying to get laid. That's what's happening here. Yeah, that's that's it. Very extended method of James's family. The the caveat, the caveat to what I was, to the bold statement that I made earlier is like, (laughs) the caveat to the statement that I made earlier is like, love is the prerequisite. Don't get married just to have sex. But if you love this person and you feel called to marry them. That's not what I was saying. To prevent you from falling into sin. Okay, Man, James. I come across as a hater this episode. <laughs> James, if you want a method, I would say um, just, just. I think we need to date people more. I think more Catholics yeah. need to just go on dates and realize it's a normal thing. I don't care if you're nervous. I don't care if you've never done it before. I don't care if you're in a long-term relationship. You'd probably need to go on more dates, too. You probably don't date as often as you should. I need to go on more dates with my wife. Yeah, I also I like need busy. to do that more. But just <clears throat> like the more you do it, you know, it's uh, it's what is what is supply and demand. You know, if it's rare, it's worth more. It's a bigger deal. If it's super common, yeah. it's just whatever. Like I see people, they'll go to church and be like, "Did you see those two people sitting next to each other? They're in love." And like <laughs> uh, they have not said anything. To, they have not expressed any interest. We and are 100% you know exposing our friends right we now. We are our single our friends. friends. <laughs> and just like if you were just, if you could just ask someone out because you're like, I'd like to just get to know you a bit, and that's actually that, and this isn't anything more. I think that'd be great. I'm also gonna sneak in one more of these things, and then James looks like he wants to say something after that. I do. If you consider yourself a female from good breeding stock, able to deal with a man of my intrigue. <laughs> Tire of humorless men. Enjoy drink in moderation as our Lord did. Appreciate the Anglosphere. Seek a lumberjack gentleman husband. Would not mind your future brood to be classically trained in music and wouldn't be caught dead without a veil inside a church. Wow. For further inquiry, message me your dowry or a random Shakespearean quote. Dowry. Sugar mama. There's mamas no way. There is no way. Still intact, preferred. There is no way that that's serious. No way. <laughs> I think you're oh right. Oh my gosh. Because it really, the tone really switches up at the end of the yeah. sugar mama comment. Um, wow. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> that person needs to pray about their standards. Um, as a as a counter, not a counterpoint, but a counterbalance point to what you're saying, Joe, I think that if you're interested in someone, you should attempt, if possible, to make a little bit of friends with them before you ask them on a date. Um, I've I've heard and I understand the case for ask, asking out strangers, and if that's how you roll, 
then that's okay. But I do think that there is merit to getting to know somebody in a group setting just as a friend before you ask them on a date. If for the very, very simple reason that like when you ask somebody out and you already know them, it's a little, from what I understand, a little less weird for them on their end um, than just being asked out by somebody that they don't know at all. I've almost never had a girl be excited about having a guy ask them out. I think they're probably like a little flattered because even when a stranger says something to you that you aren't looking for, aren't into, the fact that they kind of, you caught their eye is nice. Um, Right. But generally they're like, yeah, this guy asked me out randomly on the spot as if that was going to work. Like you've got to have crazy charisma to ask out a stranger and then actually want to do that and at that point you're probably a serial serial killer so (laughs) get i i i know people who have asked out strangers and it's worked and they're married and that's awesome so like if that's if that if that is your situation then like cool but i do i do think that (laughs) you know who to look at (laughs) <laughs> i do think there's I, a benefit to having the skill of being able to like make friends with somebody that you're interested in before you ask them out. i agree <clears throat> yeah i think i think yeah tying on to what joe said like just like serial killer don't, yeah yes <laughs> uh, don't don't expect like i know like we're ones to talk me and james are ones to talk because like we're getting married james is married to the first person he dated and i'm getting married to the first person that i'm dating and it's just like, but what I'm saying is, don't expect the first person that you're date that you're gonna mm. date to be the person you're you're gonna marry, or don't go into a relationship saying that you're going to marry this person, or that's or fantastic. Like saying that oh these don't look at a relationship <laughs> that's just about to start and say these two are perfect for each other, they're gonna marry each other and have kids, because spoiler <laughs> alert, it doesn't work like that's such a fantastic piece of advice and Mm -hmm. it's also like scripture like guard your heart like it is not Mm -hmm. good for you or for the other person to be going around saying we're gonna get married before you actually know you will (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's just foolhardy to do it Mm -hmm. because it just like comes across as just like exactly what this instagram page like (laughs) that like if you're walking around being like Oh yeah, this girl I'm going on a date with, she's the one. I'm <laughs> going to marry her. What's your what's your best like quick dating tip? Ooh. Mm. Could be for like initial casual dates or like longer date, longer term. It's go for it. Use or try to express all five <clears throat> love, love languages. Not like in one sitting, not like at the same time, but just like That's a lot. Through, through your relationship. I'm touching you and affirming you as I give you a gift and do your dishes and spend time with you. But yeah, like through, through your relationship, like, yeah, do, do all five. I feel like mine would be, um, this is more for like in your, if you're in a long-term relationship, but just like be so honest and talk about the things that are like mm. uncomfortable to talk about yes now do that in cascading degrees like don't talk about how you're going to manage your finances on the first date but well, like 
<laughs> if you get engaged and you've oh yeah that's true if you get engaged and you've never really spoken about how you would how you would want to parent your kids like maybe there's a problem there like talk about those like talk about those bigger things because they do have an impact on like your decision to want to marry this person or not and then also just like be so very honest with like what is on your heart and always like over communicating is always better than under communicating I would say this is one I heard someone say recently that I, I, I vibed with a lot, um, and that's there will be many people you are attracted to in your lifetime. There are few people you can build a life with, hmm. and I, I think that hits like both parts of dating. It's like at first, yeah, just look for the people you're into, look for the people you have fun with that you're attracted to. Uh, you know sam is super hot and eventually that worked on kate like perfect i but know right and most, <laughs> most of the boys but there's <laughs> so few people that like like this weekend and no offense if they're listening we sort of talked about it but like uh kristen and i not this weekend but Kristen and i and my brother who is uh and his wife who are in our wedding party both of them we went on a weekend trip and by the end of it I could not wait to get away from them from some alone time. No offense. <laughs> I think we were all just super tired. But like I was like I don't need I don't need time away from Kristen. Like I we can hang out all day all the time. We just like just works, you know? Yeah. Like find someone yeah. you can build a life <clears throat> with and ask them that. First date, hey, do you think we can build a life together? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that uh, <laughs> um, that was your face was dripping with sarcasm but i don't know how well that translated over to the audio yeah. medium it's <laughs> a dangerous game to be playing um this person said their ideal match is described as a flawed flower her aroma is her personality given by god her petals are her morals and core values which never withers from the stormy and blustery oh, weather of society. Man. Her roots, grounded by God's enriched <laughs> soil. Her stem is flawed, but she is also perfect in the eyes of God and her wow. future husband. I love it. I just wow. love Oh, you got a mm, chef's kiss to the implied women or property right at the end there. <laughs> you love it. You love to see it. Poetry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Sh- segments shall we i think I wanna, so yeah yeah you guys can go first i've got mine ready go for it so this week is not an article it's actually a book review um i think i've done that before so i'm doing it again you guys can see it like not not you guys listening but you That's guys that i'm show. on this with yeah it is a netflix show it's called salt fat acid heat um so for those of you who don't know me, I'm a super boring person and I have like one hobby and it's making food. Um, he also makes music. Sometimes that as well. Um, yeah, anyway, so I picked up this book called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat after I watched the documentary. And it's so interesting. It's basically like, it's not a cookbook. Like there's some recipes in it, but it's more so like teaching you some of the basic fundamentals of how to cook. Um, basically her like thesis is that salt fat acid and heat are like the core elements of all good food and if you learn to master each one of them you can improvise basically anything so super interesting definitely taking my cooking up a notch 
and um strong recommend and it was already pretty good so that's maybe i'll actually watch it because i cannot cook it's such Um, an interesting show it's really good (laughs) that and the chef show like have you chef's table no have you seen the movie chef with john favreau i have no great movie you should watch it but there's a tv show where john favreau just cooks with celebrities great show great show i want to watch that um okay mine so i have recently gotten back into stranger things as many of us have and i haven't seen the fourth season i've been like rewatching because i didn't watch the beginning of it properly so i'm i'm going through that and uh i was just like watching the title sequence and i was like damn this soundtrack is amazing i want to listen to more of this like when i'm not just watching stranger things so I looked up, I looked up, like, what genre of music is this? It's called Synthwave, by the way, which is a cool name. But I actually you found that back in high school. I <laughs> actually found the band that made the soundtrack. There's like, there's two guys listed, but they're in a band. There's like a bunch of them. The band is called Survive, all caps, with spaces between every letters. So it's really <laughs> inconvenient to have to type out. And the album that I'm going to recommend is called, it's it's like a Wi-Fi password, okay? It's weird, but it sounds great, trust me. Uh, capital R, capital R, 7349. And it's fantastic. If, if you've ever, if you're re-watching Stranger Things or watching season four and you're listening to this sound, like the soundtrack, especially like the title sequence and you're like, damn, that does sound good, listen to this. It's a little just, eerie and synthy. It sounds like it'd go really well with like if you're driving at night, just throw it on and see because it's a vibe. I just saw it featured on a Spotify playlist titled POV. You're in an eighties film driving at night. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. go. That's, that's the one. That's funny. Alright, my fact. I'm gonna kinda tie on to a fact that I gave before about I don't know if you guys remember the dandy uh Oh, what was it? The dandelion commercial, or it was yes. It was like the commercial of the little girl like counting the, the petals and, stuff, and the right? bomb just yeah. goes off. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about the like the history of television. So the television mm. was created um, like before before uh, the Second World War. It was like around 1930 that BBC um, started broadcasting its channel. Um, but it's, it's really like after the second world war, uh, in 1948 that it started picking up. And in the 1960s, um, is when it like made its way to nearly like every home in, in the United States. And so like, because, um, because the satellite television was created in 1962, oh, 1962. Wow. I had a hard time saying that. Um, it meant that the same, the same, um, s- like, the same thing could be played in every, uh, every television across the country, and so that's how, why they started using like propaganda through television, and so that's where you get like the the commercial of the little girl and the bomb going off, um, and then you have like um, you have TV shows popping up that are like 
making the threat of communism in the United States very real and like Americans can see it in a tangible way of like oh communism could be in the in universities like and I see it on the television it must mean it's real um and then and then another cool thing it it doesn't have to do with communism but it's it's it was an interesting fact how um how like the ideas of the the civil rights movement were also kind of projected into on onto on television series and um, they use like big media productions like star trek to introduce like the first interracial kiss between like humans and so it's cool how they use like popular culture to just like 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 they're like star trek is doing well we can use that to our advantage Mm. and so like even nowadays like there's so much (laughs) propaganda on tv and i think we kind of forget that where we just watch tv and we're just like oh this is completely factual there's nothing biased behind this information that i'm (laughs) soaking in um yeah but yeah that's it's cool i love how star trek was like We've got a million different races and species on here, but let's be wild and have a black person and a white person kiss. <laughs> That's the crazy interracial stuff we're going to get into. <laughs> probably, I don't know. All right, I'm going to cap us off with my favorite Catholic dating nightmare. Okay. But it doesn't say what the prompt was, but here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> I am a naval veteran slash sailor who is considering priesthood both before, after, and now my recent enlistment in the Navy, and who has seen the big picture. Every time I really emphasize something like that, like big picture, it means he capitalized it, because he does that a lot, of the enemies of the church. Satanism led to paganism, led to Zionism, led to Gnosticism slash Islam, led to Protestantism, led to Freemasonry, led to communism, led to third-wave feminism, led to atheism, led to Illuminati, led to modernism slash Americanism, leading back to post-Christian New Age apocalyptic Luciferian Satanism. Politics (laughs) is only a distraction from this, the only true conflict, which is why it can be said that slavery has never ended, orthodoxy, or death. Truly, the church is the way back to Eden and the undoing of Babel. Just as there will be two religions left in the end, there have truly only ever been two forms of government. Enlightened monarchy slash benevolent dictatorship against a tyrannical oligarchy always seeking the killing of the king in a satanic ritual slash dark imitation of the passion of our lord and or the church herself. With the malevolent (laughs) end of creating a false slash perverse Luciferian order out of artificial chaos, which has unfortunately formed the foundation of the modern world. To this end, I am unsure of how to best reclaim my innocence from the corrupt slash cursed influence of prawn. (laughs) although i have had the grace to resist the full severity slash physical temptation of the pagan sexual revolution thus far and also to this end my research has put me upon the road leading eastward although i have spent probably too much time among the orthodox brethren than i should have and thus am looking to shift from latin to eastern rite in an effort to find a potentially noble presvitera priest wife who can aid me in the struggle of how best to save the church. 
Okay, before signing us <laughs> off, I have one last piece of advice. Oh, goodness. First of all, this guy is ridiculous. But second of all, don't double dip in discernment of vocations. Like, don't don't think about the priesthood and be going on dates. Like, that's just, that's just not guarding your heart. It's not being nice to other people. It's just like, dude, discern one vocation at a time. It's true. And probably don't oh. contemplating changing religions wow. to con- to to accommodate both of those desires. That seems yeah. like not a wise loophole no. to take. And at the end of the day, all I have to say is, Lord have mercy. <laughs> we'll see you in season two. <laughs> That's all from the trophy case. Purity balls. Good night. <laughs> Ha 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 ha